Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Take back your kids' education. FPA's fully accredited classical curriculum provides live, on-demand, and homeschool courses built on Judeo-Christian values. Request your information packet and save 10% on tuition by visiting freedomforschool.com. That's freedomforschool.com. Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Greetings and salutations, everyone. I am Katie Patrick, joined, as I always am, every single day by David Fiorazzo. Almost always. Almost. <laughs> Almost Hi. always. Now, as many of you know, our K-12 classical online school has just launched enrollment for the fall. So if you are disgusted by the stories that we talk about every day as much <laughs> as we are, and you want to get your kids out of those situations, hey, consider enrolling them in FPA. Request your free, free. information packet free at packet. freedomforschool.com to get started. Again, freedom, F-O-R, school. Dot com. Now, we're going from Freedom Project to the UK, where it's very much not freedom in, in many senses. Now, the largest teachers union over there in the UK is doubling down on the woke, now making it priority to expose the youngest of children to the drag queens and the transgender people in the name of inclusivity. David. Of course. DEI is alive and well in the UK, ladies and gentlemen. So their largest teachers union said schools across the country should welcome in drag queens and promote more, 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 more LGBTQ events. Of course they did. So at a meeting of the National Education Union, NEU, as opposed to in America, the NEA, uh, this week at Harrogate, the teachers voted in, of course, now it's the teachers that are voting here, the teachers voted in favor of a motion to bring Drag Queen Story Hour and other LGBT events to schools in order, in order to take on, quote, heteronormative culture. That's right. That's right. Well, you got to take this on, Katie. You got to take it on. And also, yep. hey, if they come into the schools, that's like, what, mm, 35, 45 minutes of class time that they don't have to plan for. So, of course, the teachers are going to want it. And, of course, especially the teachers' unions would want it because that's how they do. Well, the NEU, as they say, is committed to sharing and disseminating teaching resources and strategies to help members support success and positive school experiences for all LGBTQ plus students, including trans and non-binary students, she said. Katie Petrick, for all those billions of, a okay, billion. let's talk about this. In America, it's, what, what, what percentage, we did this a while back, it's such a fraction of a fraction of a percent. Yes that you've got the LGBTQ community, but then now specifically, if you're talking about drag, transsexual, transgender, that's like even a minutia of the fraction of a fraction of the population. So here they're saying, we are supporting it so that all the LGBTQ plus students, including trans and non-binary students, can have positive school experiences. So there's got to be more to it, and I'll bet 
if I were a betting man, one of the reasons would be money. They're getting money somehow for doing this. That, that seems no, to be a big not play. Money. Yes, federal money, government money, money assistance. Yes, corporations Since from federal government. Are yes. you sure? People don't do anything for money. The love of money, as ah. I like to say, is the root of all kinds of evil. Not money uh, in itself. I'm pretty sure someone or something said that the before Bible. you. Yes, the Bible exactly. says that. I, I do feel like the whole transgender movement, all of the nonsense and sexualization going into schools is like fetch. They're trying to make fetch happen. What, fetch? If you understand that reference, that means you watch the movie Mean Girls. Fetch? What They're is They're trying fetch? to make fetch happen. It's a slang term that they tried to make happen in the fetch. movie. Fetch. Okay, all right. They're I'm not going to look it, it up. They're trying to make this transgender stuff happen. They're trying. Okay. They're, so the Are they projecting? They, the more they put it out projecting. there, they're trying to make it happen. It and it's there. not. It should not be happening. Projecting. projecting. Put it out there. There you go. We're learning slang terminology today. Well, you know what they did in the 1970s? They, meaning whoever wanted to be an activist and really sell... They said gay, and they said you cannot say the word too often. Get people so used to it, they're sick of it, so it becomes almost meaningless, so it becomes accepted. So that really makes a lot of sense. They project it, they put it out there. It's programming. It, no. Programming? True story. Money and True programming? Story. This Believe isn't it happening. Or not. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's happening. I'm walking on air. I know that. Now, uh, this is, I mean, the fact that this story even exists as like a headline is like, oh, yeah, of course it's going to be the teachers union, the largest teachers union at that over in the UK. Because like you said, it's like over here, the largest teachers yep. union over here does the exact same thing. And again, they are just trying to make fetch happen they're trying to make the transgender thing happen to i don't know make them feel all warm and fuzzy inside like they're making a real difference when they're leaving out the true education of all students transgender or not which most <clears throat> most are not it's pretty a, a sad story but just another example that we yeah. have yeah. It's not an isolated incident. No, and it's what happens in the UK doesn't stay in the UK. <laughs> oh no! Basically, everything over Europe, it take, Europe. we're like three yeah. months behind, fashion wise. Well, I don't and know. I think else. I think we were we've been doing this for a while in America, but I guess we have a statement. Am I correct? Yes, a statement from the National Education Union. Initiatives like Drag Queen Storytime and inviting LGBTQ plus authors into schools can help challenge the heteronormative culture and curriculum that dominates education. Katie, there's a dominates. heteronormative culture and curriculum that dominates, dominates education. And we've got to challenge that. Yes, but in the LGBTQ world, they talk about domination all the time. Anyway, moving on That's from right. that. Uh, it, how about we just don't make anything sexualized and we can just teach all the kids all the same things that all of them could experience like you know reading writing arithmetic is that is that so hard is that heteronormative in their mind yeah but that's not entertaining oh that's not as entertaining mm -hmm. as bringing that's true in many cases mm -hmm. perverted and depraved men dressed as sexualized hypersexualized women into minors yes. into the presence of minors and Teach them some things. And, and again, it would require, would yeah, it would require those teachers to actually plan lessons. <clears throat> so instead, they can just let sure. the drag queens do it all for them. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's, how we're, that's how we're doing it. Challenge that heteronormativity or whatever else. Anyway, still to come, a youth theater group in California hosts an overnight drag camp. Oh, my goodness. 
for children as young as eight years old to indoctrinate drag culture into the youngest of kids. They have access to America's children. We'll talk about that next. You know, I used to look forward to going to summer camp for Girl Scouts back in the day. And my idea of just going to camp, whatever time of year it may be yet, evokes lots of joys of we're going to go learn arts and crafts and sing songs and make s'mores. Not drag queen type related things, but that's what we have in Northern California at the Art of Drag Theater Camp. For all of you little eight-year-olds out there, a prominent youth theater group hosted the first ever weekend camp in the mountains of Northern California, where kids as young as eight stayed overnight, overnight, to learn the art of drag. Yay. So parents obviously saw that, this poster. And they signed up for that. And they signed their children up for it. For a three-day two-night workshop which was organized by the young actors theater camp and it was billed as a safe place for campers to create their own drag personas now immediately here's the deal immediately when this came to mind if i'm going to stereotype those are not the type of people who i would assume like to be out in the wilderness with bugs (laughs) and creatures that go bump in the night so um i wonder how that camp went uh but According to a recent unspecified donation to the Santa Cruz Theater Group, um, that's what allowed them to offer that pay-what-you-can price point for that weekend. Oh, great. So they're even more enticing of the, well, it's free. If you, we, we're just trying to lure you in because someone donated all the money. And, but if you want, you can pay, pay what you can. Um, so basically, that very special weekend camp, as they called it, could be gone to Look for at free. That. And Look hey, at these- there it is. There, kids. That's, that was what happened on the second Poor day. kids. Our drag family slays, as they say. They slayed. Hmm. Now, uh, as you saw, that was day two, but the inaugural outing started at the end of March, on the, March 31st. And they had students learn about drag history and participate in character workshops and come up with performance ideas for a final show in front of friends and family. Yeah, there used to be talent shows at some of the summer camps, too, but not a final drag show. But that's what this was. The whole couple days they were sent all about getting ready for some drag. You know, I, we, I said this earlier, and we've talked about this not enough, I don't think, about the parental factor. The, the parents, think about this when you have children. The parents are the last line of defense when it comes to godless and perverted and really downright evil or demonic agendas that are trying to bombard your kids through social media, through the government-run education system, through the, the corrupt corporations in our government. The parents should be the ones protecting their children, most concerned about your children's safety and well-being. And here we are, and this is so disappointing because, and Katie, I'll say, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I would, it's not just California. Uh-huh. Parents across the country are going along with this delusion and this, this perversity that's called entertainment, and they're signing their kids up. We're talking about eight-year-olds or eighth graders? Eight-year-olds. 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 
this, the parents, so we can blame the teachers and we can point at the teachers all day long, the majority of them who are pushing this, going along with it, who are drag or LGBTQ themselves. Not all teachers are bad, not all teachers are ideologically driven, but most all right, but this is the parents. This has to be on the parents to be the ones to sign them yes, up, right? Yes. But here's the enticing part, and that's they knew they could do this. The pay what you can. Well, it's a free camp. How many parents wanna, out there want to break from your kids? Want to break oh, from their kids? Oh, oh, free. No. Oh, wait, I get a couple days alone, and it's free. Here you go. I see it more often than you would think with parents being like, oh, I'm going to sign my kid up for whatever sports. So every. Tuesday, Thursday, they're gone, kind of an, uh, in a, a mental approach. Because we as a society in general, my generation of parents, too often want to be parents to say they have kids as if the children are puppies and treat them as such. Mm. So you want to take pictures with them and put it on social media and you want to be cool, like I'm the cool parent. Yeah. Again, mean girls, they want to be the cool mom. They don't want to be the parent necessarily. And obviously I'm not, if you're yelling at your computer right now or wherever you're watching us, maybe I'm not talking about you. If you're being a great parent, continue being a great parent. But for too many of us parents out there, we just, we'd rather just take the easy road hmm. and not say absolutely not and sit down with your child and explain why you can't, if they come to you and want to go to a camp like this or what it may be. We're just like, oh, okay, go on, get hmm. out of here. Go, I want you to be your authentic self as oh. we've been told. So. I could see why this has happened. Now, the organizer of this event, his name is Sean Ryan, and he describes himself as a gay man, says that he has tapped stars from shows like RuPaul's Drag Race of or course. Parks and Recreation and American Horror Story, oh, which great. actually it was appropriate here, uh, to take part in those festivities that they had. Now, he said that we've always been in inclusive and always taught our kids that love is love. And this is what he told a local LGBTQ outlet, um, that this week of the planned procession, which is open to anyone, again, ages 8 to 18, um, he, he was all about having children. This is the other thing. As low as ages 8, all the way up to technically adult, 18-year-old, yeah. overnight camp, all together. How, how do you have a camp Jeez. with ages 8 all the way to up to 18? This, eh. <sighs> this, is, this is what we're living in. It's not just Northern California either. I'm sure these summer camps exist, when well, this one wasn't even in the summer, but these <laughs> camps exist as summer camps all across the country because we've actually reported on them. Um, I'm pretty sure it was our best transportation secretary ever, uh, Pete Buttigieg's husband, oh, uh, Chastain or whatever his name is. He was at one of these summer camps and was all doing this for the children about them. What does that them. mean? Huh? What does that mean? Don't be you, you're, it snaps, snaps is a good thing. It's like, instead of clapping for someone, you snaps, oh, good job, okay. good job, David. I'm gonna start doing that to you now. Uh, he was at one of those camps saying, you be your authentic self. So it's not, it's not going to end unless you parents, you end it. Now, I'm gonna end this story. Yes. Because coming up, we uh, have one of the most prestigious dance companies in the world, and they're going viral for all of the wrong reasons. Oh, this is- Here we go. Mm, I have to bite my tongue from laughter because a video has surfaced of a transgender ballerina that bears a striking resemblance to a newborn giraffe coming out there trying to walk <laughs> or a baby cow if you will we're gonna we're gonna show you the video and you may have to bite your tongue stay with us today's show is sponsored by our friends at my pillow save up to 66 percent on pristine quality bedding 
towels, slippers, signature pillows, and much more when you use the code EDUCATED. That's E-D-U-C-A-T-E-D, EDUCATED. Support this show and a great American company. Yes, Katie. Ballerinas. Yes. They kind of evoke a certain image in your mind, do they not? Dainty, talented, elegant, very, very. What, what's what's precise, the word? Precise. Yes. Very. Yeah, very okay. Yep. Talent. Yeah. Well, I already I'm said gonna that. ruin this image for you now, all okay. of you. Turn this off if you don't want. Okay, you do want. Just stick with us. Uh, the image oh, of petite. a ballerina. Petite was another one. I'm petite. Now, a man who claims to be a transgender ballerina um, and who has trained at one of the most prestigious dance academies in the world went viral recently after videos of his performances basically failed to impress the viewers. Now, several years ago, a man known only as Sophia Rebecca became the first transgender dancer to be accepted into the Royal Academy of Dance, which is a London-based association internationally renowned for its classically trained ballerinas. Jeez, really? Look at that. Already in his 30s, Rebecca was much older than his fellow ballerinas, who sometimes actually would retire by the age of 30 because of the significant toll that ballet will take on a woman's body. And if you've ever seen their feet, yeah, it's they beat their bodies down. Well, Rebecca um, just went viral on social media because several outlets decided to share a video of him dancing, but very few people actually applauded this. No, just no. <laughs> David, please go get your tutu. We will reenact oh. this. Oh gosh! And you can dance the night away. I'm so. Uh, that's just. It's just so sad. And uh, does he have any idea? People are probably making fun of him. Oh, he does not care. He is all about the dances. Though the said. woke crowd is cheering this on. Yes, uh, he's basically been an influencer. Because oh, he's breaking that glass ceiling, Katie. He certainly is. <laughs> he's uh, breaking a lot of things, too. He's, he's breaking your heart, too. Now, in 2017, he actually passed the Rad Intermediate Foundation Ballet Exam. How? With a merit, and eventually began to gain national attention, not for his dancing skills, but for his role as a groundbreaker. So not just the glass ceiling, but breaking the ground, too. Uh, when Rebecca was over the age of 40 at this point, he was featured as one of the four dancers in the British Vogue's Forces for Change campaign. <laughs> and he hopes that someday a transgender dancer will be known as a dancer who happens to be transgender. I'd rather my dancing spoke more for me than my identity as a trans woman. So and the dance. <laughs> can we see a professional performance that actually can we see that? Okay. 
Is he lost? You're trying to figure out where he's at. I, I think he is lost in the back wilderness. Oh. Oh. Wee. Yeah. See how he can't, he's not dancing like the other one? No. Up on his tiptoes? Nope. Nope. Okay. How did he, I mean, a lot of people could do that. Yes, but because he's transgender, he's special. So he, even though like a, I could do that, you're not going to see me as a ballerina because I don't have the actual body type or physical capabilities to do that. But because I don't identify as transgender, that means I actually get left out, you, you know what that, out of it and he gets to go in. You know what that reminds me of in a way? Years ago, we haven't watched this show. Is, is Dancing with the Stars still on TV? I think it might be, yeah. Anyway, years ago, we used to watch that. And there's some, often some pretty bad celebrity uh, dancers. But Well, all of the celebrities on there are bad because well, they're just... Them. Sometimes there's professional them are like dancers. Most like or... C-level celebrity. They're but just trying to get some money. My point being <laughs> okay. that the actual dancers on the show would do most of the hard stuff and the dancing oh, around yeah. them and make them look good. Oh, yes. That's what it looks like that's happening here. There's people around them dancing, and these women, girls or women, young women, always, they know what, to do, how, what they're doing, and they look more... You know, petite. Okay. And, yeah. and they, like, but he's just slowly moving his arms and maybe a, there's a twirl. But, I mean, wh how much talent does it take to go around? It? But, yeah, you're, you're precisely right because if you watch that again, you see how they are still dancing up on her tiptoes. And yeah. this is where the yeah. whole, like, yeah. your feet get destroyed as a ballerina, like the toll it takes on their body. He, okay, doing a little he's bit of dancing. His, oh, but <laughs> then when he he's joins a, with the other woman, the woman is actually continuing to dance on her toes. And then he is just going to just stand there and not do anything. Like she is doing all of the work right there. He's just like, hi, I'm here. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm just a man so, standing on the stage. Yeah. So this is, there are other people that are told, okay, I just have to be a part of this, I guess. So I'm just going to help this person. I feel sorry for him, but I'm going to help him, right? Well, he's working as hard as he can, it's and sad. he says he will continue to work. Well, good okay. for him. Now, still to come, we have Build-A-Bear. You know the company Build-A-Bear? They yes. build bears. Mm -hmm. And they have joined the woke nation as uh, the unveiling of a new drag queen bear has people talking. Stay with us. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. Uh, the headline, remember, there's absolutely no agenda going on to groom your kids. Um, Toy Store Build-A-Bear divides customers now with the new RuPaul Drag Queen Bear. So this is a bear. Was that a bear in drag? Yeah. Uh, it looked like a, yeah. I'm not, I can't like even a, tell if it's a grizzly. It looks like a brown Miss Piggy, quite brown, frankly. brown Miss Piggy. All in right. my eyes. So 
Anyway, so what's going on here, Katie? The glamorous bear comes with a curly blonde wig, gold sequin dress, gold pumps, and includes RuPaul Drag Race, RuPaul's Drag Race logo on the bear's paw. So I guess let's just let's start with this video first. We'll come back and talk about another ridiculous development. Hey, it's RuPaul, and I am so excited because today is the day I unbox the RuPaul Build-A-Bear. Oh my gosh! Gorgeous! Look at the gold gown and the blonde hair. Oh my goodness, and look at that eye makeup. Oh my gosh, this is so great! I feel like a proud parent. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and here's a little sign here, the RuPaul Build-A-Bear. Oh, this is fantastic. I think everyone's going to love this. Demonic. If you've been with us this entire episode, did I not say that parents are trying to treat their children like little puppies? Well, RuPaul is trying to treat his little Build-A-Bear stuffed animal like it's a child. This is what we we have. And Build-A-Bear used to just be a company which... We have them in our malls. I don't know if malls exist anywhere out there, but you'd go into the Build-A-Bear little workshop and a, a kid could like design the cool bear. They get to pick the outfit and like the hair and stuff. Now Build-A-Bear has completely sold out itself to the woke so that they can have a drag bear, drag queen bear. I don't even know what to call this thing. It's just a stuffed animal, but hey, apparently everything has to be about being your true self like Build-A-Bear. True. Uh, you can't even use that word true mm, when you say be your true, true self. Oh, it's true um, to you. So immediately there was an outrage online. There was division. Some said, yeah. The other, one, other people said, well, really? is nothing sacred anymore. But Matt Walsh said, uh, Build-A-Bear is selling a drag queen stuffed bear for children. And controversy first erupted online when Matt Walsh's tweet which included a screen grab of the Build-A-Bear website with the RuPaul bear advertised. And the drag queen bear um, apparently is stated as being included in the bear cave, but still shown on the general website. So the bear cave, is that intended for 18 plus? Yep. So what created this whole controversy is the fact that originally they had it. So on the homepage, they had, you could get this drag queen bear. But now... They got the little backlash, and then it got put onto the Bear Cave website, which is a part of the Build-A-Bear website, but it's meant to be for you who are 18 or older. If there's nothing wrong with this Build-A-Bear, Drag Queen Bear, why do you have to move it to the 18 plus? Hmm? Are you admitting that there is something wrong, that our children should not be exposed to a RuPaul-type bear at the hefty price, might you add, of being $64? No stuffed animal bear Jeez. is worth $64. I don't care how many gold medallions or whatever is sashayed on that whole bear. No. You can take your gold dress and stuff it like the build bear gets stuffed. Well, let's talk about a couple other responses. I'm just reading from this the article. Apparently these were on Twitter. Uh, one person said, um, another company to avoid buying from this is disgusting shame on your groomers and then there's another one dear build-a-bear y'all are groomers signed concerned parents 
one person wrote in a quote of Matt Walsh's tweet, and others online pointed out that Build-A-Bear Workshop having an 18-plus website in general, Build-A-Bear having an 18-plus there's something wrong. something wrong there. Something just doesn't add up. And I, I've been out of school for a while, but th that math does confuse me. Well, math is racist. Now, anyway, we're going to end that right there. But before you go, <laughs> if you could just hit that like button and you're watching us out on social media. And if you want to send us your feedback, your thoughts on the Drew, Drew, RuPaul, Drag, RuPaul Drag, send us your thoughts on that. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. <laughs> And thank you for supporting this show. Until next time, stay educated. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2023.